The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. With so many people living longer, the fear of outliving your money becomes a reality for many of us. Will I be a financial burden? Will I outlive my money? How will I be remembered? My name is Neil Himmelstein, president of Main Street Planning Group. Please contact me by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. I will introduce you to strategies that will guarantee you will not outlive your money, that can guarantee you will not be a burden on your loved ones. Through a collaborative approach, we will uncover solutions that offer tax-efficient strategies, lifetime income, and legacy planning. Choice, organization, direction, and education. That is the code we stand behind. Contact MainStreetPlanningGroup.com That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. And listen to me every Friday at 3 p.m. as I host the Main Street Code for Financial Success right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. And when we talk about our code, we talk about choice, organization, direction, and education. And we work with hundreds of advisors across the United States uh, dealing with life insurance, annuities, disability, and long-term care. We work with CPAs and accountants, and we work with you to help you with all of your long-term planning, uh, whether it be long-term care or putting together a retirement package or being your quarterback in all your financial planning needs. Uh, organizing your accountant, attorney, and yourself. You need to have a team when you work with people, and we'd like to be in the middle of that team so that everybody's in the same direction for your plans. And today, we're very fortunate to have with us Troy Rosasco uh, with Hanson and Rosasco, and Troy is a, a partner in a firm that specializes, one of the leading specialties in the country, in working with 9-11 victims. Would you say hello, Troy? Hello. How are you, Nick? Neil. Neil. Oh, I That's apologize. Right. That's okay. um, pleasure to be with you today. Oh, good. Uh, so, so you have an interesting, interesting, um, I'll call it a niche, but it's humongous. You know, when I, when I would talk to you about this, and people think of 9-11 because they mostly think of first responders, correct? That's correct. Uh, but it's more than that. It really is, because after 9-11, after the buildings fell, there was so much exposure to everybody who was downtown, and the statistics are that there was exposure to about 120,000 first responders. Ugh. But even more so, the EPA administrator, about five days after the buildings fell, um, out of a need to get New York up and running again, because it really is the financial capital of the world. They said to the world that it's okay to come back. Mm. We need our financial institutions back. And they said the air is safe to breathe. Unfortunately, that was not true. Right. We had so many workers downtown who came back to work valiantly, heroically to get New York back on its feet. Right. We also had residents who were downtown Absolutely. who lived through there. And it ends up that when you combine all the downtown workers with 
the residents, and also some other um, professions, students, teachers. Yeah. It was about 400,000 wow. of those, of that group that was exposed, in addition to the over 100,000 first responders. I know it's, and everybody's got a story. It's, I could tell you story after story of people I know or relatives or crazy stories. And uh, you mentioned to me about somebody with Windows of the World. And I remember that story because I had a rep that was working with me who also was a caterer at Windows of the World. And he woke up late and he was one of the managers. Mm. And you had a client and it's, it's small world, but as his hand hit the door, he was all upset because he was late for work and he's running. As his hand hit the door, the first plane hit the building and luckily he didn't go in. But if, and you have somebody that you've been working with, you know, family that did, and that was just a heartbreaking story, what you told me. One of the um, situations that really made me want to help first responders and other 9-11 victims was in October of 2001. I got a call from a woman who worked in the North Tower on the 37th floor. And she worked for an insurance company as an administrative assistant. Mm -hmm. Her young son needed a job. And because of contact she had in the building, she was able to get her 22-year-old son a job at Windows on the World. And it was just a starting job, probably bussing tables and stuff like that. But it was a start. And unfortunately, on 9-11, both mom and son were in the North Tower. He was up on the 107th floor. Right. Below where the airplane hit the building. Right. The mom, thankfully, was able to get out of the building, coming down from the 37th floor. The son, unfortunately, was not able to get out of the building and died when the building uh, came down. Uh, it's, it's, it just kills me to hear that. Just And the, and the gr- grief you were telling me. And the, and <laughs> you know, if you can only imagine being a mother who got her own son a job and really had a sense that she was somehow guilty for her son passing on that day, which obviously is not true because she didn't have anything to do. This was a horrible terrorist impact. But the survivor grief that she went on to live with and the post-traumatic stress syndrome that she was diagnosed with after that um, was so bad that she never could return to work. Yeah, no, amazing. You know, and I remember 9-11 so well, and, I, you know, I was at work, and everybody's got memories. 9-12 was a weird day. Remember what happened on 9-12? See, impacts me maybe more on a, not, not a physical standpoint, but, but a financial standpoint. 9-12, the market crashed. Not only did the market crash, but I remember going home that day, in the afternoon, after all this craziness, and there was no traffic lights, there was no planes. It was quiet. For a day, I think, there was no planes in the air. And it was just this eerie feeling with no lights and no cell phone service. 
but the market crashed. And some of the products I talk about, one of the products that has a, I had a caller this week from the show who said, you know, I hear from some shows annuities are bad, annuities are good, I'm ready to retire, I don't know what to believe, because annuities had a bad name, but I can tell you what happened on 912. For those who had retirement accounts just in pure investments and then their investments to their widows and, and, and children dropped to, to horrible levels that they were planning on leaving. But for those people who had life insurance, number one, and who had annuities, which had a death benefit protection, where although it was in an investment, you know, at the time I was doing variable annuities. Now I just do fixed annuities. But for those who had those variable annuities, and I think of Canner Fitzgerald or, or the big investment firm, which, you know, they, we don't do annuities. But those who had annuities had that full value or more given to them. And actually more claims were paid out in annuities than actually life insurance because they protected themselves with and were still invested. But protected and invested. Very interesting phenomenon. So I love when people say, oh, it, well, you know, I pay a 1% fee or something. There's a reason for that fee. And part of it was this protection, you know, and what we do for a living is, is planning. Well, one of the things that I know about my clients, oftentimes they will get a very substantial award right. from the Victims' Compensation Fund. And they will sit there, and some of them are not necessarily as financially astute as others. Maybe they don't have planners. Right. And they will say, well, what is a safe investment? Right. Because they want to protect their cash flow and income oftentimes for the rest of their lives. Right. And they don't want to run out. Right. How I wish I could say that there haven't been some of my clients who have gotten a very, right. very substantial award and would call me two months later and say, well, I made some bad investments. It's running out. Gotcha. Well, listen, you're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success, and I'm Neil Himmelstein. I can be reached at 631-647-4694. And my guest, Troy, how can they reach you if they need to reach out to you? Sure. They can reach out. Um, probably the best way is to find us on our website. Okay. Which is www.911cancerclaim.com. Terrific. And we're going to be right back after this commercial. Thank you. Welcome back to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. You can always reach me at 631-647-4694. I welcome your comments and questions, and you can always email me or check out my website at themainstreetcode.com. And today we are with Troy, uh, how do you pronounce your last name? Rosasco. Rosasco. Yes. And he is one of the original 9-11 attorneys that was there from day one, didn't charge was so overtaken by this whole 9-11 thing. And prior to that, you were doing workers' compensation and, and some of this, but he changed his whole 
9-11 changed his whole profession, right? It really did, because although I was helping injured and disabled individuals for many years before that, I was so impacted myself by 9-11 and hearing all these tragic stories, both from a perspective of it impacting people's employment, right, but also their health right. and their economic impact. When you your health is just devastated, your your whole financial situation oftentimes can be devastated. And then when your finances are devastated, that puts a certain amount of stress on you, which yes. then adds more problems to your health because you can't get as well as you'd like if you've got economic stress factors going on. So oh, it's cyclical. It's cyclical, and, and, it, and it becomes multi-generational. It becomes, it just doesn't affect you. It affects your spouse. It affects your children who may, you know, be young or going to college or, or, or you know, and it could affect, you know, you and that you can't take care of your parent or whatever. So it, it just affects the whole family. Not just emotionally. The emotional trauma is, as you were telling us before the break, is absolutely insane. I can't even imagine the PTSD or whatever you want to call it and being in a situation like that. And, you know, I'm praying for the people in Ohio who, you know, again, we see the same thing. And, oh, the air is fine. The water's fine. Yeah, I got fish dying, but but the water's fine. Don't worry about it. You can drink it. I'm not drinking that water. Are you drinking that water? No. So... When I heard what was happening in Ohio, where they were saying everything's fine, it was like deja vu oh. all over again. Oh, I bet, and and it it was for me too. I you know you know when you have you know I'm not all the political stuff aside, but you hear this stuff and you go, okay, the air is fine. Well, wait a minute, something something's not adding up. So, you know, I just hope that they mitigate the issues and prevent the issues. So it doesn't happen again, instead of bantering about after the fact, which is what seems to happen, which has happened for 9-11 for years, and which happens all the time, but, you know, prevention is important. Um, and we were talking before the break about uh, there's funds for people that were exposed to 9-11, not just if you were a first responder, but also if you live near there or work there. And you had this exposure, and you may have cancer or, or some other weird ailment like autoimmune diseases. I know I had an autoimmune that almost put me down 14 years ago. It was a, um, it was something called sarcoidosis, which is rare, but 9/11 could have been one of those factors. But it wasn't for me. Mine happened to be stress, by the way, that got my thing going crazy, and they thought I had lymphoma. But you know these things are brought on, they may be sitting in your system, but all of a sudden you have an event like 9-11 and they're brought on. And there has been so much work done uh, by Troy and his firm and others uh, that there's, there's a lot of different funds and different help for people that you may not be aware of. And that's why I thought it was so important to talk to Troy today about not just the Victims' Compensation Fund, but how do I get it, what it but there's other funds as well and other other benefits. And if you don't go to a professional, he's going to tell you a little bit about some of the other benefits. And this is why you need to use Troy 
if you were exposed, if you had a situation, even if you don't think it's quite possible, have it checked out by an expert. That's what I always say. So, Troy, tell me about some of the different programs that are available. I will. In just a second, I want to pick up on a comment you had. Sarcoidosis, autoimmune disorder, sometimes hastened by exposure to toxins, is a covered 9-11 illness. Wow. There is not a day that I don't talk to a client in my office who has sarcoidosis. Are you serious? I swear to you. um, When I got it, it was so weird. I mean, when I when it was discovered, and mine was brought on by stress, right? Uh, business stress that I don't like to talk about, but at the time, uh, you know, my lung functions were down, my liver functions were off, my kidney functions were off. I'm going to all these different doctors, and they thought I had lymphoma because it goes through your blood. Oh, immune autoimmune diseases go through your blood system, so they start sure. appearing differently. So you have to go through a battery of tests before they can even discover it. And so let me talk now about the programs. Sure, could, please. That could help someone like Absolutely. yourself with either sarcoidosis, respiratory issues, right. cancers. There's over 68 covered cancers wow. at this time that people who were exposed to the toxins down in and around lower Manhattan can be covered for. So there's two major programs that the 9-11 funds are part of. The first, let's talk about health, is the World Trade Center health program. If a person was exposed to the toxins down in lower Manhattan, below Houston Street, they are potentially eligible to get free lifetime medical care at the best medical institutions for the rest of their lives. Oh my goodness. You can, God forbid you have a cancer, you can go to Memorial Sloan Kettering or NYU. Stony Brook has a fantastic 9-11 program um, run by a fantastic doctor by the name of Benjamin Luft at Stony Brook. And wherever you need treatment the rest of your life it will pay down to the last nickel. That's that's huge. And you obviously talk about money on your program. Sure. We know that devastating illnesses can sometimes, even with good insurance, devastate a family financially. Sometimes cancer diagnoses can lead to bankruptcies. Hundred percent. I see it all the time, and it's not just the patient, but I know people who go to Sloan Kettering, yeah. and they take their spouse, and that spouse has to take time off of work. They have to pay for parking. They have to pay to stay there. It's very expensive, and they have to go back every day. I mean, all of a sudden they have these expenses, and they're not bringing in the income, and it devastates the entire family, even if you have good coverage. So, bringing that up, there are cancer policies now that you can buy. Uh, Some of them are new to the state of New York. Very interesting because the cancer policies differ. There there have been cancer policies. Some cancer policies only pay for specific cancers and they only pay uh, a couple hundred dollars a day for this or $50 a day for this. The policies that we're looking at and recommending today give you a lump sum of money upon diagnosis 
for all sorts of cancers, not quite as specific, but with that lump sum of money, you can use it not only for your care, even if you have health insurance, but also for your spouse or whatever your family needs are, it could take you over the hump. Now, a lot of the misconception about insurance is people try and insure 100% of everything they have. That's not the reality, including long-term care insurance. Sometimes you want to include a piece of what you have. And, you know, I'd like to get more in depth because I have financial advisors that constantly are trying to over-insure people. That's not what insurance is for. You're listening to the Main Street Code for financial success. And again, if you need to reach me, 631-647-4694. I welcome any questions, comments. Talk to me about your situation. Or if you have policies you need reviewed, give me a call. I'm glad to help. No charge. Uh, And I'm with Troy. And Troy, how can they get a hold of you if they want to speak to you? I truly think the best way is pull out your iPhone or your mobile phone and Google Hanson and Rosasco. We're right in Hot Pog, and we'd be glad to answer all your questions. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great weekend. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or